0: Welcome, I'm Lauren McMeekin, Licensed Marriage and Family Therapist. And I'm Kelly Frankie,
1: Associate Marriage and Family Therapist, and together we are Purely OCD.
0: Each week we meet to talk about all things OCD, one subtype at a time.
1: We try to bring a little humor to our discussion because, let's be honest, laughter can help us through
0: a lot of tough times. Sure can. This week we'll be talking about hit and run OCD.
1: We'll cover obsessions, compulsions, and exposures. There's also a Q&A at the end, so if you would like to join us in the future on Mondays at 12.30 Pacific Time on Instagram Live, you may do so.
0: Oh, and important note, this is not intended as therapy or as a replacement for therapy. It's for educational purposes only.
1: Indeed. So we hope it is a little educational.
0: Maybe even, I don't know, kind of fun.
1: Maybe. So without <laughs> further ado...
0: Here is Hit and Run OCD. Oh, hi. Hi. <laughs> How's it going? It's going. Oh, gratitude check. Hey, oh, yeah. What are you grateful for today, Kelly? What? What are you what grateful, grateful for, for today?
1: I'm grateful that almost, that my, my fig tree did not get taken out entirely from 105,
0: 108 degree yeah. weather. I didn't know other you place. got a fig tree is that part of the the garden
1: yeah I got it um actually we've had it for about a year but it's a baby fig and so it's
0: it's just it's alive though so I'm grateful for that how about yes. you yeah um oh I am grateful actually I'm using my new mug which I'm really stoked about just quick plug good since I happen to be drinking from it, um, to uh, Sean Chinook and Draw Your Monster and the OCD Stories and Riley's Witch Wish. There's no witch.
1: There's um, no witch.
0: Well, no well, me too. But um, big fan of the mug that is in support of all of those things. It's such a cool design and makes me really happy to be supporting uh, people with co-occurring OCD and substance use disorder. Oh no, your mug came cracked. Oh no. I'm oh, sure no. Yeah, I'm sure if you message, oh my gosh, you've got a shirt. That is way cool. I like how like big the that one monster's tongue is. That's awesome. Genevieve's
1: like, why is that one dead, mommy? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: was like, he's just playing dead baby. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's um fun. So I see that some questions are coming in and we'll answer questions once we sort of get the basics of, Hit, like what is hit and run OCD? Um, but I think that the two questions that have come in so far that I've seen are really good ones. It says, uh, one says, can you uh, guys please address how the law of attraction is damaging to people with OCD? And one mm-hmm. says, what's the difference between exposure and response prevention? So both of those, lists, I'll try and keep those in mind so that once we, yeah. you know. Um, but let's just start with what in the world is hit and run OCD? You, do you want to take it as a starting point? Oh, you really are? See,
1: I feel like I should have had my coffee mug here. Oh,
0: legit. No, there's coffee in here. I'm going to be drinking from it the whole time.
1: Hopefully um, Sean doesn't get mad at me. I'm not plugging him like I normally do.
0: I'm just kidding. He
1: wouldn't get mad at me. um, Yeah, so hit and run is, well, there's lots of variations, but to keep it really simple, it's, you know, what if I accidentally hit somebody with my car, but this can come up in lots of variations. Right. Lauren iterations yeah. of
0: it. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's interesting. And in what, what sense do you mean? Like uh, different iterations? Well, I guess
1: what I mean is that the iterations being like, sometimes people will worry, like, what if I intentionally do it? What if I accidentally do it? What if I like did, did it, it and, it and forgot.
0: Realized, yeah. Right, yeah, forgot. Yeah. Or forgot. Yep. Right. Yeah, in fact, I think we got a question about that with how there's sort of an overlap between real event OCD and this sort of subtype, um, which is absolutely the fear of like, oh my gosh, what if I what if I did that thing and I just blocked it out?
1: Well I actually had- no. That's not
0: real event OCD. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Well, real event would be like if they actually glitched. actually hit someone. No, yeah. totally. I don't know where my like my brain glitched out there. That's okay. That's cool. We glitch. We glitch. So, because but I hard. I think I false memory OCD is where I was going, not real events. That's, it. That's why I, yeah, I'm I'm in like ca- casual clothes today. It's like it's Labor Day. I'm I'm just going yeah, with it's it. Labor Day, and yeah. we're laboring. <coughs> but we are what, laboring. This we isn't do. actually
1: laboring for us. This is no. <laughs> we actually thoroughly enjoy this time. We
0: do. We do. Um,
1: um, but I actually had a client who had existential stuff related to hit and run.
0: Where he thought,
1: what if I'm been hit by a car myself and I don't even know that I'm dead? That's a good one. Yeah. Isn't OCD
0: creative? So creative. So, so creative. But yeah, so I I think the harm stuff um, is definitely a big part of it. Like you said, the false memory, the um, what else? Existential, um, but there was one other one that you mentioned, I think, for our Venn diagrams of OCD subtypes, which I, yes. I really feel like I need to start drawing them now.
1: Yeah, we should map it
0: out. We should. Yeah, totally. Um, I don't know. Did I say something? Maybe not. Perhaps. So it. Yeah. And what about, uh, sorry, I'm doing a bad job yeah, of so not. Yeah, so
1: like the phobia. Yeah. And sometimes people will have phobias of like, oh, actually here's an iteration. It's like, what if I have a panic attack while I'm driving my car and it's so bad, I like passed out and I can't handle it. I have to like pull over or I accidentally hit somebody. I've seen that yep. iteration. Definitely, actually, definitely. shared client. And also yeah, um, panic attacks go like, I don't know how old everyone is here, but if you ever saw Clueless, do you remember that scene where they go on the freeway
0: Oh my gosh! Chair. Vaguely, was it share?
1: Yeah, she just got on and then she got off.
0: <laughs> she like just went on and then She's off. Like, oh off baby, the I'm mom doing grandma. it. He's
1: like, you're doing it. And then, <laughs> oh and no, it's, gets,
0: D. it's D. It's D. That's
1: right. Gosh, your memory with names. Um, so that's you know the anxiety of while well, driving, which yes. perhaps given time, maybe we go into that stuff too.
0: Yeah, but it. Interestingly enough, if we transition into the world of, of what compulsions are associated with the subtype, a lot of people with hit and run OCD and a lot of people with driving anxiety both avoid as a compulsion. And yes. so good most trans- of the people, thank, thank you. Um,
1: that was smooth. That was... smooth. Until I pointed it out. And now
0: it's, that's okay. Well, I like, I like it being not smooth too. It's good. Me too. Um, so, but most of the people who come to see me with this particular variant, especially when it's at the forefront, have a lot of difficulty getting places and they're, they're really isolating and, and oftentimes they'll even need people to drive with them for, to their first appointment, um, which actually is interesting because in the realm of, and I, I'd be interested to hear if this has been your experience at all, in the realm of doing exposures for this back pre-COVID, I'd want to get in the car and obviously we'd yep. sign releases and all that stuff to do exposure work. But sometimes the very act of having somebody else, are you getting comfortable?
1: I am. It's <laughs> killing. I'm sorry. Let's, let's
0: comfortable. Are your bones okay? I don't think so. Oh no, Kelly. But it's okay. It's my hip. Keep going. You're doing great, buddy. Thanks. Thanks, buddy. You're doing great too. Um I just wanted to call back to last time when we were talking about bones hurting and stuff. So I didn't want to miss an opp- opportunity for that. Um,
1: so we're all all. And I'm I? doing the Muppet fall. Oh, the Muppet fall. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Okay, okay. So you said
1: pre-COVID, so, you'd want to get in the car with them. Of course, yes, but some the OC thing. therapists
0: won't, but Well, and we there do. is that, but we do. Um, but sometimes... It can be really hard because people find it to be inherently reassuring to have somebody else in the car with them, and so whereas they might feel anxiety if they're driving alone, they don't. They wouldn't feel it while I was in the car. So we've had I've had to get a little creative with with people. Have you? I have too. I'm curious. Have you? (laughs) Yeah. So just to sort of. uh, share more like I guess concretely the exposure work would be to drive and then the ritual prevention would be not to ruminate or not to uh go back and check um in in this case and when in terms of getting creative so that they don't feel reassured by my presence I've actually gotten in a car and blindfolded, blindfolded. myself and then had my airpods in AirPods. well Dumb yeah AirPods have you done it? And then like listening to music really loud. And then every once in a while, like I'll, I'll turn down the volume and I'll check in. I'll be like, are you having any intrusive thoughts? Are you having anxiety? What, you know, where is it on a zero to 10? And then I'm like, okay, are you engaging in any sort of rituals? Like, do you have the urge to go back? Can we learn how to open in the face of the urge to turn back without actually turning back around? Um, so that's sort of how I've circumvented that. Um, I feel like my battery might I don't know. I didn't die. It just keeps the screen keeps going. I'm sorry.
1: I'm okay. Maybe let's backtrack
0: to anyway, compulsion part though. Cause I think I have a few to add.
1: Yes, please. Okay. Go. Some other compulsions I've seen people do is they'll go on and read, um, the news to see mm-hmm. like online reading to see if they've, there's been an accident. Totally they'll go back and retrace, um, I've had some clients spend, you know, like hours going back over their same route to make sure I've had clients get out and check their bumper to see if there's blood there or remnants of something. Another compulsion is turning the radio off. Make sure they have perfect concentration.
0: Oh, um, yeah. Or wind uh, rolling the windows down. Yeah, That's another one. Yep. Um, asking a loved
1: one to go reroute through their route because they trust their eyes better than their own. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I've treated a lot of hit and run, actually.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which Nobody. is fun. It's a fun one. Yeah. Well, and it, there's some very tangible exposure work to do around it, which is mm-hmm. nice. Because sometimes with some of the more nebulous themes, it can be difficult to fashion exposure work. Maud thinks so, too. She does. She's like, hit and run that is awesome. Maude. Why no, she's part of the show. Don't don't damn it, Maud. Maud. She's the OCD mascot kitty. Oh. <laughs> love her. Oh. She is <laughs> sassy today. Sassy. Um yeah,
1: you're right. It's very there's very tangible things. Um I've gotten creative with kid- I bring my clipboard with me mm. and I'll do like this cuz they like when they're t- turning the right turns. They usually yeah. don't like the right turns.
0: Oh, yeah. And so they think, especially I on a stop. Me. Yeah, go ahead. Yes. Sorry. So I'll go like, yeah. oh, buy, good one. To face. Not
1: to like, I don't
0: want them to be in. No, 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 no. But to block your vision so that you can't. That's awesome. Yeah. And that's that one of the things that I find a lot of people with hit and run OCD have. And this is uh, specific to some states and I'm sure countries, because not all states oh, allow geez. for a, a right turn on red. But in the state of California, we have right turn on red and so people get very triggered doing that um and so in terms of sort of turning the 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 triggers into exposures or the compulsions into exposures we're looking to disengage from any sort of avoidance so get out there start you know driving more start turning right on the red lights and all of that good stuff and then Oh my gosh, Kate.
1: Hey,
0: Hi. Oh my gosh, Maude loves Kevin. Sorry. As do you we all. Why? I love the Mod cheerleader, by the way. So, what was I going to say? So, we're, do- we're not-, not doing the avoidant behaviors. And then we're also going to add in some of the behaviors that you have, have been avoiding, like, you know, radio. Turn on the radio, turn up the radio. I've actually worked through with some people where it's like, okay, we're going to have the volume on this yeah. level this week, and then we're going to up it to the next level next week. Um,
1: or even put uh, earphones in at that existential client I was talking about. They would, the earpo- AirPods or the headphones would really. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. I can and then imagine. flipping the
1: rear view mirror up too is a good yep. one. Because... Yeah. You don't really need it. Hmm. Yeah, You can go like this. But because there's lots of checking involved
0: with the rear view mirror. So I oftentimes will have people flick it up just to break the behavior. Yeah. And it's sort of like with body dysmorphia, um, where there's either mirror checking or mirror avoidance. I find that similarly, (laughs) some people overcheck, but some people totally try to avoid the, the mirrors because they're afraid that if they spend too much time in the mirrors <laughs> that they're not focusing enough on the road. And so part of treatment can look like, hey, let's let's make sure that we're looking in the mirror a reasonable amount based on what one might do during a normal drive.
1: Right. Um, are we on exposures? I forgot.
0: We're on exposures. We're kind of like in compulsion sort of I keep veering into the world of exposure. So I'm, I'm no, off the, mean, the rail toodles. Yeah. Toodle. We
1: went way off the rail, but We're yeah, off the rail. Um, another one is just incremental time frames of going increasing incrementally onto mm-hmm. the freeway or like, like you said, a lot of clients at first, when they first come to treatment, sometimes they won't even come to the session on their own. Um totally. And a lot of them too, if they do, they're avoiding a bunch of freeways and it might take 20 extra minutes to do that. And guess what? We live in LA in Orange County. That's a problem. That is you a problem. There are lots of freeways. <laughs> like I can't emphasize enough how big of a deal it is. If you don't get to have a freeway or side streets, whatever you're avoiding, you need access to all of them.
0: Yeah, it's so true. <laughs> I think the other interesting thing with hit and run is that a lot of people find specific areas to be more triggering, especially areas with a lot of pedestrians, which I guess not terribly surprising. Um, so going in parking lots where there yes. are a lot of people, uh, gradually working closer and closer to the entry of a store is often a great exposure, um, so good. You know, like a Target or a Walmart or whatever, pick your poison. I've actually
1: done that with a few clients and what I'll do is I'll talk a lot during for the clients that do lots of mental rumination. I'll Mm -hmm. talk a ton during those exposures and they get so mad. I don't take it personally, but I'm trying to interrupt their mental rumination because what they're doing is they're doing like that wet paint stuff we talked about last week is they're mentally reviewing and trying to remember what it was like when they passed
0: that person right they're going back
1: yeah. in their mind can they so remember
0: their that. face can they remember where they were in the crosswalk etc right sorry because
1: they'll yeah back. they'll retell the story later on in session well i remember this i'm up me no nope. not remembering we're not
0: we're not we proving don't. anything
1: and he was wearing blue he wasn't wearing red okay
0: yeah get it right he wasn't even wearing or a t-shirt it? i don't know maybe it was a woman we don't was know is there
1: even a man there i don't know
0: maybe we'll there's see. no one. Yeah, I don't know. And then the speed bumps. Usually, Oh, they're. Happen. Yeah, potholes, speed bumps. Yep. And point. sounds of any nature can also be a trigger point. So with, with exposure work to, to maybe, you know, make noises would, it could be a, a good one as well. Right. Um, I don't know if you've seen that as like a, a pretty consistent trigger of if there's been a sound, well, what if that, was that a sound of me hitting someone and Very. it could be pretty much with anything. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. And they'll, sometimes they'll go back and like redo the hit. Like if there's a speed bump or a pothole, they'll go back to just see what it feels like to make sure that's the right, the right feeling. Right. Right. Not. What it would feel like to hit a human, even though you could tell somebody, well, if you hit a human, you'd probably. Yeah. Or not. not. Well, and and I think. If it was a baby.
0: It was babies do. I've heard they. Oh my gosh. I really was just. I'm going dark here today. I was going to be like, yeah. Speed bumps do. They feel like little children. Oh, it was too dark. It was too much. There were people bumps. Yeah. Kevin can help you to to. Kevin has was
1: my supervisor and yeah. a dear friend of mine. Kevin Foss, give him a shout out. a made your
0: cast podcast.
1: Yes, please listen. Yep, and he taught me how to torture people. Although <laughs> we're both very sick in the mind, I think
0: so. What, us or you and Kevin or all Kevin three of us? Kevin and above? I,
1: but you are as well. Yeah. You are sick yeah. too. We're all Not
0: sick. in an OCD way, just in no, a, in a having a way. dark, yeah, sadistic humor streak. Right. Yeah. Yep. So, oh shoot. I was going to say something with hit and run stuff and I just, it Shitty oh, bumps. squishy bumps. In exactly. a fun way. Yes, that's right. And,
1: We're trying to have fun with it because it's so serious. We have to try to have fun like that. Like Kevin said, squishy bumps. It's like, that's something we would say to our clients while we're we're trying to get them to activate a different part of their brain. It's it's biofeedback. You're smiling. And now you're telling your amygdala, hey, we're not, it's not life or death. We're actually smiling. What does that mean? So,
0: right. Oh, Oh. I just move. Oh, that's okay. Welcome back. I'm going to have
1: to readjust again.
0: Please readjust. I feel okay. I have to keep touching my screen by the way, cause my light keeps going and then I can't see you. Okay. Um, anyway, I'm sure that's very interesting to everybody. Um, <laughs> I'm sure everyone wanted <laughs> to hear that, but what were we, what were we were talking about with the speed bumps with the, Wish Oh, had- I actually have, um, speaking of, of dark, I have a very clear way of deciding that we're not going to engage in compulsions. And it with hit and run OCD, if you are not looking at a body currently on your windshield, mm. then you keep driving. That's the rule. Keep going. Yeah, you just keep driving unless there's unless a body there's on the windshield.
1: Blood, right? Then
0: what? Do you do? Well, I suppose, yeah. If there's if there's blood and or a body, right either or or both or both
1: i mean why not
0: sorry yeah. guys why are you sorry aggressive tonight today oh because we're Hold being on. i love how i'm like why are we being sorry oh, let me
1: read my bones and my life yeah please i was so older and it didn't work too well you're trying what like a holder for my phone oh yeah yeah everyone's really entertained right now by the break
0: but okay I like it so anyway any any other thoughts on exposure work hierarchies oh imaginals you can do imaginals Imaginals, for sure
1: sometimes we'll start with those first to kind of get people's feet wet um or after they're done doing exposure work actively with hitting squishy baby bumps on the road (laughs) (laughs) they'll go home and read their imaginal Right. Like, you right. Just exactly. Down here. And make yeah.
0: Sure or control. do the imaginal while driving. Right. Like, Oh yeah. That's Listen in me. the realm of the uh, inhibitory learning model. Right. We're creating, we're doing both simultaneously, but that's obviously a higher level exposure.
1: Have you ever done this one where you're like, I really feel like I'm going to sound like a mean therapist, but it's really because I care. I promise. Um, <laughs> that's cool <laughs> we both sound like the, sadists the right turns is always brutal right and then the right yeah. on the red and i am like oh my gosh and then say nothing like there's no follow-up there like
0: they're
1: like what oh my
0: god <laughs> yeah that does make you sound kind of like a I, mean either, therapist. I
1: either help them a lot and then they don't need to come back Or (laughs) it's not even true though. Like it's actually a pretty
0: easy fix the hit and run stuff. I find I do too. I think that it's just a matter like with everything else of really putting your foot down and saying no to compulsions. And I think that was one of the questions that we got was whether or not hit and run OCD was treated in the same way as every other form of OCD, which the answer is yes. And hopefully that's relatively clear at this point, since we've been talking about ERP for a bit, but, um, but yeah, is, is doing the exposure and doing the ritual prevention and just saying, I'm not going to turn back around. I'm not going to try to figure out in my mind if I have a clear memory of that moment and I'm not going to avoid, and I'm not going to ask, you know, whether or not they you know, my spouse or my loved one or my friend thinks that I would know if I had hit somebody. And so, that's that's the general gist, ultimately, and we do, as we've been talking about, a hierarchy and, and work our way up to challenging that part of our mind that that brings upon these lovely thoughts. Also, I said easy, and I don't
1: mean that easy, um, sense. I mean, like, it's very easy to treat. So people generally get better faster because yeah. of, I think, the
0: tangibleness of exposures. Yes. Um, it's very but, responsive to treatment, I think, is ultimately, yeah. It is. It yeah, is. for sure. Um, what else? I don't know. You want to take some questions? Sure. Unless Did there's, you... I, can't, I can't think of any. What?
1: Sorry, I keep interrupting. No, I'm pretty, pretty sure I do, too. Well, mm. then that's okay, because I haven't even noticed. Correct me um, Didn't you say that you had 10 questions or
0: so? Yeah. So they're on that little fun question button. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. So just looking through and it seems like the first question is not necessarily hit and run related. If it's still, if it's still OCD, is it still OCD? If someone feels like they want to (coughs) talk, even though um, I don't know, but I've never, ever wanted that in the past. Wait, say So them. that's, it's kind them. of, I'm, I'm not totally clear. So um, I think that the question is, what if you want the thoughts? But this is a little bit of a divergence from this particular subtype. So I don't know if there's a quick way to sort of answer yeah, that. Would you, you have any, maybe yeah, maybe let's, let's move on because
1: yeah. we don't have enough clarification.
0: Yeah. Um, if I have that kind of OCD, should I abstain from driving? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> not a good idea. Cause that's going to reinforce, um, the, it's going to negatively reinforce the importance of the thoughts and it's going to keep you stuck in the cycle and that's no good. We don't want that. Does hit yes. and run OCD and respond to exposure therapy? Oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: No, I already forgot. I, I'm so
0: distracted oh. because of my bones hurting, but. um, <clears throat> Well, let me get the another, another one. So we've got some uh, examples of exposures for hit and run. We already gave those, but if anyone, you know, wants some more, um or Ooh, you had I have a thoughts? question.
1: Yes, uh, please. Have you ever heard of people I can't I feel like it might have been John Solomparis or maybe it was Tom saying that like throw babies, not real babies, guys. Like like doll baby dolls? Over like a freeway um overpass, swear on my life. Obviously that's not safe or legal, probably, no. but maybe it was like in an area where it wasn't. Have you
0: heard that story? No.
1: It's pretty gnarly.
0: That is pretty gnarly. I mean, but specifically I onto... like on
1: to. The ground and have them run out. Like, but anyways, yeah. I don't know why I thought of that. Yeah. It's in my memory. Yeah.
0: But... No, it's funny. Cause as, as we were talking about squishy speed bumps, bumps earlier. I was thinking about hmm, I've never I've never gotten a baby doll. This is where my brain goes, just yeah. so you know. Yeah, totally. Um I've never gotten a like a baby doll and done it as a an exposure. But it's tricky because it could turn into a check too. I know. Oh, I was oh was the, the same feeling. Thing. Same mind. Is- yeah. I remember what it feels like. So mm-hmm. there we go. Yeah, exactly. So you might use it as a check. O C D, what a sneaky bastard. It is. Truly. Depends. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So let me go back to the questions that we got before, and then we can look at the stream and see what questions that we have. My mom has this, but refuses to get treatment. How do I talk her down without reassurance? This is a great question. Very good. Do you want to start or shall I?
1: Yeah. I mean, you can't force anyone into treatment and I'm sorry. That is so rough because I assume by your, the way you've asked the question is that they won't get treatment and they're asking you for tons of reassurance, which is feeding the fear.
0: So. But obviously they're going to be like super urgent about it because they really want the reassurance, which is a really hard thing to tolerate if you're the loved one of somebody with OCD and all you want to do is.
1: Especially if it's your mom, because there's a power differential a bit
0: or you're a parent. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. I could see that being that way. Um, but I mean, the goal is to reduce compulsion. So I think more of this is boundary setting, right? So if you could say to your mom something along the lines of like, Hey, this, I love you. I understand that you're really anxious and I'm not willing to feed this any longer. So I'm, I'm only going to give you one reassurance a week or whatever, you know, you decide on whatever it is, but they might not like it so you yeah. have to be willing to kind of figure out a medium ground, I guess.
0: That's yeah. That's all I have
1: to say about that.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think you're right about medium grounds, and it kind of goes into the discussion of an accommodation hierarchy, which sometimes I'll do with clients, is that you don't necessarily want to completely extract all accommodation immediately, but In terms of boundary setting, obviously this can impact family members if they're constantly being asked for reassurance and, or asking to accommodate in other ways, like by checking. And so (coughs) you can sort of gradually withdraw reassurance and say, I I think really couching it uh, just based on this, this particular question as I can't do this because I don't want to hurt you. I think it gets so easily lost. feed Feed the monster anymore exactly i think otherwise one like, in that position of withholding reassurance can feel like they're doing something unkind or mean which is very difficult and so to really clarify to the person who they're holding re- withholding reassurance from i just i'm i love you too much to to do this thing that i know is going to harm you ultimately and so while it's very difficult for me not to do it i'm not going to do it
1: Yeah. And it's coming from
0: a point of love,
1: but also burnout too. It's okay to ask for time for yourself too and say, listen, this is taxing on me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But thank you for that question. That was really important. Yeah. Let's see. What is hit and run OCD? I think we've covered that by and large. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, and here's the question. Okay, so it was, see, it was my brain glitch. It says, is it common to have false memory OCD with this theme, not real yeah. event? And that's what I meant. Right. And that's what they said. And so the answer is yes. A lot of people are worried that they like have these sort of flashes of seeing somebody on their windshield and they're like, oh my gosh, is that real? Or is that just my brain coming up with an intrusive image? Because why not?
1: Or the sensei, the squishy bumps, the bumps. Right. <laughs> oh,
0: Sorry, it's, it's <laughs> the squishy so bumps. Kevin, thank you so much for introducing that into my Monday. I just really yeah, appreciate you. Like bumps. Yeah, yeah. Um, wh- while we continue, I just see this last um question on here. Are we allowed to DM? Um, so we can't really address, and this is actually a good thing as just as a reminder, we can't address particular questions within the context of Instagram or social media, because it's not therapy. And so um, you can DM me, I, I don't always get to answer my DMs, just because again, sometimes it's not appropriate. But if you're looking for resources, and I can point you in the right direction, I will always do my best to see them and and to address that so that's the answer to that question
1: or are they talking about too like can they direct message you in the
0: chat or is that just oh no that's a good question maybe that's if if you i don't know if i'll get it if you dm me in here is the problem because i'm like in
1: the instagram
0: live no no i think you didn't make it up i think i'm trying to answer their question is like if you so yes you can d m but I won't get your question, oh okay, all right, well then never mind okay um see, all right let's see right. no, see, okay. I thought you were right does o c d related to missing stop signs fall into this category? Oh, I have a quick question Kelly Frankie thank you, um
1: really quick, my child or my cat might interrupt any second because I can hear the pitter patter of child feet of squishy bumps feet squishy bumps feet squishy, um, to squishy bumps. but the thing i was gonna say was um the false memory stuff yes uh, this just brings us to a bigger point i think with all the subtypes we've gone over thus far and will go over is the the reviewing of memories and how unhelpful mm-hmm. that is and yeah. that the more you review the actually the foggier the memory gets yeah. so don't do that so stop
0: that. Just stop that.
1: Yeah, just don't do that. I'll bury you in a box.
0: That's a Saturday Night Live skit. I'm not if you haven't it. seen that, by the way, let me plug Bob Newhart for a second. You need to watch that. Look up, what is it? Bob Newhart, just stop it, basically. Yeah. yeah just stop yeah. It. It's one of the best ever. Um, but you're right. Reviewing memories is really, really, really unhelpful. And the, the more you review, the less clear to become i couldn't
1: agree more
0: yeah sorry now you may proceed no that's okay i'll go back to the questions hold on okay does ocd related to missing stop signs fall into this category yes yep totally yeah we call it hit and run because but realistically it's just about being sort of absent-minded in some way while driving that is unsafe. Yeah. It could be going
1: through related to the law stuff. Like what if I get arrested because I had a client was afraid of like jaywalking, but they also had stuff with hit and run, but Mm -hmm. all of it was ultimately related to the law stuff. Like what if I get in trouble or what if it like shame my family because I got pulled over for
0: doing something illegal. Um, so
1: yeah, I hope that clarifies.
0: No, that's, that's really true. I think crosswalks for whatever it's worth, because we're skipping around today, crosswalks tend to be a really big trigger as well in this form mm-hmm. of OCD. Um, and and any sort of bike riders too. So Oh,
1: bike riders, I forgot. How did you yeah, get them? And I don't the know. School
0: zones? School zones are great ones. Yeah, absolutely. Uh all right. Should I go mm. for more questions? Yep. Okay. CD. OCD uses intrusive words toward family members or significant others. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what that means. If if the person who asked that question is here and you can elaborate, please um, let us know. And then tripophobia, which I am going to go ahead and say that I don't know what that is. T r y p o p h o b i a. Phobia. Oh, let me look it up. Do you have a computer handy? I do not mind
1: have mine right. Someone razor. just asked: Is trichotillomania characterized as old? Sorry, if it's a or
0: OCD, it is. It's on the OCD spectrum, but I it's different talk. from OCD. No, I'm glad you saw that. It, just in, it's on the spectrum. It is, yeah, yeah. And just a, a quick note, though, it's treated somewhat differently. So we use a lot of the cognitive and the mindfulness stuff that we would use in in the work with OCD or any anxiety disorder, but there is uh, almost an impulse control element to BFRBs or body focused repetitive behaviors. And the behavioral treatment is habit reversal training and, or comprehensive behavioral therapy, which is a uh, Charles Monsueto. Uh, and is Maude coming uh, back? Maude's a really cute, squishy bump. Um,
1: oh, she is. Trichophobia, duh, we should know this, just given the the um, root of the word, is a phobia of hair. So like hair getting on your body, losing hair. Oh. But I feel like that kind of derails us a bit. I know there's other questions related to this, but I've actually never treated that before. But it, I, it's the same approach. It's a phobia. So we would use ERP.
0: Yeah. I wonder, it sounds like it might have its hands in sort of the BBB realm as well, because I think I've heard of it coming up within that realm, like the fear of losing hair. Like well, within this is like
1: hair on their clothing, on their body, like of it getting on them. But oh. then it also says a persistent fear of hair, particularly uh-huh. seeing hair on their body, clothing elsewhere. Or hmm. touching loose hair. But not losing. Yeah. I don't, I, that was me re- just writing, reading it wrong. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, sorry that I, yeah, it's, I guess it is a little bit of a, a different yeah, that's not question, though. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Way off. <laughs> yeah, a little different. Let's come back, um, Coming back, Toodle. So should we start uh, sifting through the questions on here? Yes, ma'am. Let's do it. Uh, We had some earlier on that I can't remember now that were really good.
1: uh, I heard in some countries in Europe the law prevent people from with hit and run OCD to drive. I also saw it in the UK. That's terrible, first of all. Second of all, how do they police that?
0: Yeah, I think, I mean, obviously, if you have a history of actually hitting somebody. Mm -hmm that would be a different story and your license might be revoked, but that's very different from hit and run OCD. So that's, yeah, that is unnerving. Um, One of the questions that I'm just uh, being reminded reminded of as we go back is the, can you guys please address how the law of attraction is damaging to people with OCD? And I think we can sort of loop that into this particular theme, don't you think? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you take the horns on that one though. Sure, sure. So within the realm of like what just to, so we have a working definition of the law of attraction, the idea is that your thoughts um and what you spend your time thinking about can impact reality. There's sort of a magical thinking component, and it was made famous by uh the book The Secret. Is that right? Yeah. And so sometimes people with OCD have a hard time with that because the idea is, well, I'm having these thoughts in my head and I need to get rid of them and I need to think about something else. I need to replace these thoughts, which really feeds into OCD. Yeah, and so if you have the thought, then that makes it more likely real. to true. Sure. That's true. There's also that piece is that, yeah, the just... And even there's like a, a flavor of the, the thought-action fusion yes. sort of business. yeah. It is thought-action fusion in a lot of ways, right? Yeah, yeah. That thoughts are as good as actions, which we know isn't a fact. And so within um, Hit and Run OCD, what that might look like is if you have an image of hitting somebody with your car, that the fear is that, that that's actually going to come to pass or that that already like ha- right? Like it's that you've right. made it, that, that you've, you've manifested that with your thoughts or that you're, it's going to happen because you thought it. And it can be really difficult for people with OCD because it is counter to treatment, right? We're going to ask you as OCD therapists to think thoughts specifically about running over people and to accept those thoughts coming in and, and leaving at will. And so that can be very difficult for people with thought-action fusion, or who really believe heavily in this law of attraction idea. Um,
1: right. I've had clients say, like, if I think about or wish about about having like a parking spot
0: available to me, it'll happen. It's like, well, yeah, yeah always. Confirmation bias plays in. Oh. You There's are not your thoughts. Oh my gosh. I, love I would have turned stickers. into chocolate by now or a kitten. I, I, I couldn't, I forgot the part about chocolate and I couldn't read it because I, it's covered by the other people's comments. I love.
1: Right. You're not your thoughts and you can't not. make things magically happen. In fact, we can even do a exposure around something like this with hit and run is we can say, okay, go home. I think I stole this from Grayson again because I steal everything from Grayson, but yeah. go home and think about hitting somebody like, like, I hope it happens tomorrow. I hope. And if you come back to my office, is this Grayson? And you've killed somebody, two people though, you have to do it twice. <laughs> you have to do it twice with your mind. Then we'll talk about whether or not your thoughts are impacting reality.
0: Well, that's it, good though. Cause the first time could be a rando, right?
1: It could be. And he also had, yeah his case point was kind of sad. We don't need to go into it, but um, you do need to have two. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Of course it can. And that's the problem with confirmation bias is that you're going to have thoughts all the time and sometimes they will come to pass. And Right. But that, you have to rule out chance. Right. Right. So yeah. that kind of speaks to the law of attraction, but it's a super important point. Was there another question earlier on? Yep, this is it. It's the, what's the difference between exposure and response prevention? So exposure is the active exposure part where we're being willing to go right for
1: the fear directly. And the response prevention is resisting and removing all compulsive behavior around the fear. Whether it be avoiding, reassurance seeking, checking, all the stuff we had talked about earlier.
0: And we talked a fair amount that about ooh, a fair amount about that last week in our contamination OCD uh, yeah. episode. So if like maybe going back to that could be helpful as well. Yep. But we'll check. It. Okay, and that's not a question. Let's see. The response from more to do with managing the compulsion. Yes. Uh, that's actually a great way of thinking about it. The response prevention is managing the is not engaging in the compulsion. And ultimately the goal of treatment is to not engage in the compulsion. So to do response prevention even when passive exposures arise throughout life. Right. But like
1: we talked about last week, it's pretty hard to do just response prevention. It's not it can be done, but it's pretty hard to not to resist when you're not doing active exposures married with it. Yes, absolutely. Um, also the fear of getting pulled over. Am I on the right? Yeah, point? we're on the same one. Yeah. Right. We already went over that question. So I think we answered that one. Another right.
0: cool trigger in that realm too, just that popped into my mind is uh, I I've worked with people with fears of helicopters flying overhead that when they hear that, like on, and they're driving, they're like, Oh my gosh, they're coming after me. I've obviously actually hit somebody this time. Oh, interesting. I could see my brain doing that one. Yeah, yeah. No, it's I'm again most creative brains. If mm-hmm. um, so anyone had OCD attack the people you love, like with negative intrusive words. So that's I mean I think kind of outside of the realm of what we're talking about today. Um, but if you'd like to send us a message about themes that you'd like us to look at, I I feel like that might hit in a couple of different, of themes. course, especially harm. So, yeah. yeah, 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 and might even within relationship OCD too. So, please yeah. uh, feel free to message us with any um, requests for future themes.
1: Um, I just was reading through the. I don't know. I wish there was a better way we could do this. I know Kevin said people bumps too. <laughs> okay, keep going. Um, <laughs> If we're getting sidetracked also new cars have the technology to detect people and stop the car automatically. Yeah. Well, technology isn't perfect and neither human. So I wouldn't rely too heavily on that. Yeah. Also that would be reassurance seeking because truly we do have to accept the uncertainty. There is no certainty in that technology. Zero. No. Or in
0: the world period. And or happened. in the world period. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, Workshop.
1: Right.
0: I literally just made
1: cookies and I had a noticed thought that the cookies were going to eat me. Yes. Well, that's such Great. a good one. So creative. Doesn't don't get more irrational than that. Let <laughs> it do that. Cookie monster. <laughs> literally the cookie
0: monster. Do you know that that would not be a bad way to go though if you were gonna you know you're making cookies which I don't know about you but when I make cookies it's all about the dough and so like the I'm dough. you know poisoning myself with salmonella the whole time and then maybe I have like some sort of a hallucination because of the salmonella oh wow
1: good look at you I definitely get the salmonella thing all the time and then I give some to Genevieve I'm like here you go your exposure hour (laughs) um no but I think that's a good point is like OCD jumps on anything man it just jumps on anything and in those moments it's kind of like you're passively taking it on. And in that moment, you can have fun with it. Like this is the best way to go if I'm going to go, but you can be freaking out inside. Like I said, last week, peeing your pants, you could be peeing
0: your pants, but you're yeah. Yeah. And you're just still doing the thing, right? You're still baking the cookies, right? No, they might eat you. Absolutely. It's kind of nice when some of them are a little bit more outlandish like that, because some of the thoughts have very real feelings attached to them as you were just saying, but I think every once in a while you can get a thought that is so outlandish that you're like, really? That's like what you're thing. going for. That's, that's what th- you're feeling oh, today. Okay. Really good one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Bye. bye um, okay. Yeah. Um, what,
1: what about a strong to... fear? Yeah. To change lanes and curve in the road. feel like, yes, that's like the urge OCD is an intrusive thought image sensation feeling urge that can be that it's even like the blurting it like what if I blurt out a profanity or some um you know yeah offensive offensive thing or inappropriate yeah. but it's like that it's like a lot of people have that like oh what if I because uh, yeah. I just got that feeling I get that pretty regularly not now of course but driving from the old office mm. I say of course because that we don't drive we
0: stay here now yeah yeah well and you had a fair amount of like freeway over ramps right like yeah the we river. had like three switchovers to get to work yeah. yeah I feel like those are actually just fun tidbit for people listening is that 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 idea of call of the void is actually really common in people without OCD that's one of the more common sort of is thoughts is that you're going to jump from a high precipice or that you have or jump this- into railroads Right. Exactly. That you're going to that. Oh, I feel this thing. Is it an urge to do that thing? And I always I think it's important to recognize, too, that there's a difference between an urge and what if this is an urge. Right. Yeah. I think a lot of the time they they get mixed up. Right. And then if you try to figure it out
1: between the two too much.
0: (laughs) That's yeah, no good. No, okay. no, 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 no. We okay. don't play that game. Nope. Call <laughs> no. me don't. Call me doesn't play that. No. Nope. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. Um once I quit turning around to look, look, I guess. Look. Yeah. And also going the same route to see if there was an investigation going on, I was over it. Um yeah, mm-hmm. I think that that's the thing is once you stop doing compulsions which is I suppose what it sounds like you're speaking to obviously not knowing the specifics right
1: it was enough consequence involved to where you said nope not gonna do it anymore yeah 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 well I'm yeah go ahead oh go ahead are you gonna do the I'm late
0: no, I w- I w- maybe was a little confused once I quit turning around to look and also going the same route to see if there was, I think that what I was understanding is that they were saying that like the less I did compulsions, the more over it I was.
1: Yeah. Right? Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Like they got burned out on it.
0: Yeah. Like that was exhausting. I can't do it anymore. Which they are. Yeah. Bastard compulsions. Uh Yeah, you go for it on that. I am so late. Oh, and she's crying. Um, Do you need to go? I think I might have to end this quickly. That's okay. We can wrap it up. Um, Yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, and I can maybe try and um, look through, because I have probably a few more minutes and can maybe, if you got to run, try and and address a couple more. Okay, Um, she's quieting down now.
1: Oh, she's self-soothed. Oh, good job, Jendi, or maybe not. I don't. Uh, so we actually record all of these. So if you missed it, I think.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's true. Now I've lost where we were in the feed with the questions. You gotta go. I can't hear you. I. I think that Kelly is... Oh, you were were fading for a second. you got to go? I lost connection. Sorry, keep going. I feel like... Uh, Response prevention without saying anything is hard. Is there anything wrong with talking to OCD and response prevention? I'm a little bit confused by that question. Do you get it? Well,
1: I can't find it, but...
0: I do have to end soon. And I feel like we're kind of close to ending. Probably timing wise anyway. So yeah, let's, um, let's just save time for the week. Maybe we can, uh, yeah, it's
1: labor day. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, we can also address
0: these in a future one too. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We've kind of talked about it that once we go through all of the themes that we might cycle back and and cover uh, again, so that if there are any questions that we didn't get a chance to hit. Of course. Yeah. Cool. Cool.
1: Thank you. Well, thank you
0: so much for joining us. And thank you, my friend.
1: Yes, thank you. Thank you for being patient with my everything. Going, dropping the phone.
0: I liked it. Maude got to make an appearance. And, wow. Yeah. You know,
1: Internet.
0: 4G, I feel for her. Falling. It's no fun. Internet is hard. I know. It's all good, though. That's life. Yeah. That's life uh, That's so in good. COVID. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for your, your You guys are amazing.
1: Guys. We love you all. Be Truly. Hit the squishy yes. bumps. Have a great
0: week. Go. Hit the squishy bumps. Have fun. The people and, bumps. Uh, yes. See you uh see you next time you are a
1: lioness you are i was talking to unapologetically mackenzie but you are too uh, and
0: no i was just talking about you though because i thought you were oh. talking to all of the people but i haven't i
1: I'm well sure anyways, a way to do this
0: okay you okay. are definitely a lioness and
1: i'm gonna go oh. attend to the crying child okay okay, okay. goodbye goodbye Thanks for joining us. Just as a reminder, this podcast is not therapy, nor is it intended as a replacement for therapy. If you need further support, we encourage you to seek treatment with a registered professional who specializes in OCD.
0: And if you have a moment, we'd love to hear what you think. Feel free to leave us any feedback by reviewing us on your podcast app of choice. Remember, this podcast is for you. So please let us know what you'd like to hear. We want to make our message as helpful as it can be.
1: We hope you will join us in the future as we continue our discussion on all things OCD.